This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Figure skating and hockey, much more than just competitiveness in hockey games, there are many hours of on-ice and off-ice training that stands behind every performance. As part of our health series, Brianna Carnegie takes a look at skating and the power of an edge. Whether figure skating, power, or synchronized skating, or as a hockey player, working on edges is a crucial component to having balance and control on ice. Skaters are coached through drills, even starting from an early age, to help gain confidence in their blades and to learn how to most effectively generate power from those edges. Weight over the blade pressed into the ice at a specific angle creates propulsion. Susan Ritchie is a power skating instructor near the Toronto area, coaching both figure skaters and hockey players. Her training differs between the two groups. Figure skating is an aesthetic sport and quite frankly in hockey we don't we don't really care what we look like. So with figure skating we have to worry much more about the aesthetics of the posture. Whereas with hockey, although it's quite similar, it's functional more than anything else. Her clients typically have at least one dedicated edge work session a week, but professional athletes focus on it every time they step on the ice. Sophia Perigini began figure skating when she was just two and a half years old. They teach you kind of how to get on that proper outside edge or how to properly use that inside edge. And are you just going to push with your toe pick or are you going to use the whole blade and Um, fully use that inside to the outside edge to gain that power. When she was six, Sophia joined a synchronized skating team and has been competing now for just over 20 years. In 2010, her team won silver at the World Junior Synchronized Skating Championships. The sport has up to 16 skaters performing together as a team, flowing as a unit in formations of circles, lines, blocks, wheels and intersections, all while performing complicated footwork and step sequences. Higher levels perform a short program of about three minutes long and a long program of about five minutes, which includes lifts. I feel like the more time and effort you put into your edges, it just becomes effortless. Alternate captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs, Mitch Marner, began his training at four years old. Edges are the things that get you out of a lot of troubles and corners against big guys um, through the middle of the ice. You know, I can gain a lot of speed off that and, and I think confuse a lot of players. The now 22-year-old all-star is known for his edge work, his agility and ability to create space on the ice. That's something that I always train for is trying to do that quick cutback and cut in someone's lane and, and get my kind of time and space and freedom to, to make a play and see the ice well. Effectively using each push of the blade will also boost power and speed. And for Susan's clients, they notice an improvement in muscle strength. You'd be surprised the workout you can get from that. Um, All parts of your glutes, your quads, your hamstrings, your calves, your gastrocnemius, everything, everything from even your arms, you know, pumping your arms with a stick and carrying a stick. It strengthens everything from head to toe. Improving strength and targeting different muscles off ice also gives skaters an edge up on others. Kyle Paragua's fitness training has helped Canada's world champion figure skaters 
Piper Gillis and Paul Poirier, as well as young athletes, fitness enthusiasts, and teams. There's some sort of individuality component that comes to training, especially with hockey athletes or figure skate, whatever athletes you have, because the demands of the sports are different. Professional and semi-professional athletes are required to maintain intense fitness training regimes, which could include cardio, weight and interval training, spin classes, and even sessions of CrossFit, Pilates, ballet, or yoga. Figure skating is very repetitive on the ice, and so you want to give them um, variability, put their body in a different position so that they get stronger in different ways. It also usually begins with fitness testing. Fitness testing is super important. It gives me kind of a map to see where I have to go next. It made a complete difference on the ice. I like my upper body was stronger. I was able to hold my arms up for longer. Um, I was able to lift people on my own. You got to keep your body, you know, in shape and in, in, in mint condition. I would say you got to make sure that you're always trying to be the best person out there. Competitive athletes will also train their minds. Mental work can include meditation or visualizing their best performance, something that Sophia says really helps her as an athlete. I think the best way to describe it is to get in the zone, to kind of put away any you know negative thoughts that may be coming to me or any doubts that I have. If it's not mental visualization, Mitch Marner says it could be an educational component, such as video analysis. I think it's just about trying to learn from your mistakes and trying to see what you can do better in certain plays. And for me personally, with uh, if I think that I could have done a better play, usually on the bench we have an iPad, so usually I'll try and take a look at it and see what I could have done better. And it's also, I think, just a thing that I can kind of see the ice better and see what's going on. Whether you've been skating for years or just starting to get into it, athletes can all agree on one piece of advice. I say keep it fun, um, keep fitness fun, keep fitness simple. The thing I always tell people is just for kids growing up, have joy with the game and enjoy everything you do and, you know, just try and be your best. For Global News, I'm Brianna Carnegie. Thank you, Brianna.